Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah? I'm feeling good. Sun's shining. It's a the good sun day. Sun's shining. I know. Yeah, I feel great. I, you know what? I never used to get to look out the window, and I get to look out the window when yeah. we're recording now, so I see the sun shining, see the wind blowing in the trees. Jason has a window seat. See some people jogging with their stroller and dog. Yeah. What, what a day. It's nice. What a What a morning. Uh, friends, this is another episode of Doable Discipleship. Um, I'm Jason Wheeland. I'm Brandon Robinson. And as we so lovingly uh, share with you every week, this is a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as we like to call it. The show that helps you grow. Oh, that's... You know what? It does. It does. Hopefully. Well, at least we try. <laughs> at least we you try. You can let us know. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be talking about a few different things today. This is kind of a different episode because... Really, it's an explanation episode. We're going to be talking through kind of the future of the show and what um, what it's going to be looking like. But first, we wanted to um, start off by responding to a listener question. Um, as you guys know, we do love to respond to listener questions um, on the show. So if you have any, um, you're always welcome to either comment on YouTube or to email us at maturityatsalabak.com. And we will either respond to you personally, or we will respond to you on the show. And this one was a, a comment on one of our YouTube videos from uh, a few weeks back. And uh, I just thought, you know what? We might as well just respond to it on the show. Yeah. It's a great question. It's something that I think all of us have felt or um, struggled with at times. So why not? Um, so this question comes from Faith, Hope, Love, S-V-T-N-C-T-Z-E-N-N-I-E. Otherwise known as Faith, Hope, Love, Savitskinenene. So enjoy that. Okay. Uh, The question says, how do you get over feeling discouraged and feeling like you didn't waste your time when waiting for an offer? Mm -hmm. It's important to be joyful and to trust in Jesus. I just need more confidence that I won't feel like I'm going to fail again because I felt like I failed many times. That's good. Yeah, That's it's good, good and uh, I think for 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 many people, it it may even hit home a little yeah, bit. Like, man, absolutely. I I felt that way, or I've been feeling that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon, what were your first thoughts with this? My first thoughts were, you're not alone. That's a very very familiar place. I would want to say for all of us, like we've yeah. all had to deal with um, putting ourselves out there, trying something, and then it's either in the in between time where you're hoping that it's going to work out. Or they reach out to you and say, "Hey, you're you're not the candidate for the job, or you're you're not you're not our person," and that that stinks. That yeah. that really hurts. And um, I thought about the word failure, and thinking in these moments of disappointment, yes, it feels like a failure. But thought about maybe redefining what failure looks like. You know, even for me, before working at Saddleback interviewing at different places, really ho- getting your hopes up or, you know, you, you feel, you pray about something, you feel like, okay, this is God, I feel like you're in this. I feel like this is the right time, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going to go for it. And then you go for it and yeah. you might walk through entire process and it doesn't work out. And in that case, that was my situation. That was my story of really wanting something really bad, really hoping for it. And then it just, it not working out being told, we're sorry, totally. you're, you're not our guy. Um, and definitely, I can definitely relate to feeling like a failure. And you kind of feel like, I feel dumb. Was I just totally like making that up in my head? Did I overstep 
was this job way out of my league? Was I, should I even interview yeah. for it? Even, you know, put my resume in, um, having to process all those feelings of why did I, why did I do that to myself? And is that going to happen again? Because now that becomes a part of your story and it's going to, that's going to trigger again when you apply for the next job of, well, it's just, is this going to be a pattern for me? Is this going to continue just to get no after no after no? But I think in um, with those failures, there's a lot that we can learn from them. And in, in my case, I, I was, I would even say pretty upset with God, pretty upset that God, I feel like you, you led me here and then you, you left me. Um, but it was through that process of getting, you know, that rejection, getting that no, that uh, looking back on that situation now, it was I totally see God's hand of protection on that. Um, and that wouldn't have been the right situation, the right fit for me. And that would have been a really tough situation to be in. And I'm glad that it was a no. I'm glad that God protected me from that situation. And I thought I wanted it so bad. And now, you know, with some distance from it and a little bit more wisdom, it's I can go like, okay, God, I see your fingerprints were on that. Yeah. And I was upset with you, but you're being a good dad. Yeah. You're protecting me. Yeah, I, I I have a similar story. There's a couple things I, I wanted to share about this question too. First is that um, I don't it, it is that God's plan and purpose for your life is not just in the big things. It's mm. not just in the quote unquote offers that we are waiting for. Mm. So it's not like you are ever really in a position where you are are waiting for God's plan, you know, in waiting for God's purpose, because God's plan and purpose for your life is in the everyday. That's good. Every day that you are living, if if you are breathing, if you wake up, it's because God wants you to be here. It's because God's mm. plan for you is not done yet. It's because it's because God has things in store for you, has has you in mind. And it's and so every day, even even in the waiting is you can still be living out God's plan and purpose yeah. for your life. It's not just the big things. It's the little things. It's the simple acts of kindness. It's the people that you are in relationship with every day. It's the people that you come across. It's the influence you have. It's the different ways that you can be serving or be using your time. Even if you are waiting for a job and, and you feel like, I don't have anything to be doing with my time, that's just not true. There's there's a million things that you can be doing with your time. Even if you don't have a job right now and you're waiting for a job, as we talked about in last week's episode, right, your job is not your vocation. So you can still be living out the Great Commandment, the Great Commission. You can still be growing um, closer to God, growing in Christ-likeness. There's still so much that you can be doing. So as it comes to the first part of it, when the question was about feeling discouraged and feeling like you didn't waste your time when waiting for an offer, I would just say, don't think of that waiting time as as waiting time. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, there is something that you're waiting for, but it doesn't mean that that you just sit idly by while waiting. It yeah. just look at that time a little differently. I think that's a good point. You know, I think there's, I think it's just human nature to want to, to the desire to live like big moment to big moment. Mm -hmm. And we attach God to those big moments. And then there's all these little tiny, you know, 10,000 little moments in between that we call waiting where mm -hmm. we don't see that God is involved or we don't see that God cares about that time. We're just looking for what's the next big thing that's going to happen where yeah. God's going to show up. Um, but the truth is that God is showing up in the everyday, in the ordinary, in all the little between moments while we're waiting. I heard a quote, I can't, uh, it's from a movie. You might know it because you're the movie well, guy. It was, we'll uh, see. life is what happens when we're waiting for life to happen. 
or life's what happened. We're waiting for the big moments. Yeah, something like that. Um, that sounds familiar. The point being that it's in the in-between moments, like that's that's where life is happening. Yeah. It's not that it's it's it is happening in the big moments, but it's in the little ordinary, mundane, regular that no one writes about, no one talks about. That that's the space that we all live in. Yeah. Um, and it's in those moments I think God is doing a deep work in us. Yeah. Um and is most active in those moments of there can be really good, really good life change there. Yeah. And I I completely agree. And I wanted to piggyback on what you were talking about redefining failure too. I don't know if I've ever really shared this story on this podcast before, but um, uh, so when I first came to Saddleback, I was actually, I had just finished graduate school and I was really looking for a job. I was, I, I was, I was dead set on getting a job and I, you know, I had looked a few different places and then I felt really called to work on the peace team at the time at at the church, which was planting our international campuses. And I was like, this is where God is calling me. I know he's got a job ready for me. I had graduated with a degree that was focused on international relations. And so I was like, this is going to be perfect. Mm, yeah. And um, and then I, I get a hold of some people on the peace team and they're like, we don't have any jobs available. And I was like, whoa, okay. It felt like... I was feeling so confused mm. because I was like, wait, you know, but this is the path. I yeah. see it. And they're like, but we have an internship. And I was like, I do not want to. No, I I, 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 I need loans. a job. <laughs> I need a job. This is, I, I need, you know, I need yeah. money coming in. Free internship. No, thank you. But after some time with God, I really, you know, just understood that he still wanted me to do the internship. And then even at the end of the internship, it was another same situation where I was like, okay, I'm going to get a job on this peace team. I've been, I've been working here for six months as an intern. I'm going to do this. But you get, again, no jobs were available on, on the team at the time. And again, I felt myself like a failure. I was like, yeah. wait a second. Why? Like, I, I'm literally, I'm back to square one. This, this, is, this is terrible. And, but not having a job on the peace team is what opened up the path for me that ended up becoming me being on the spiritual growth team here mm-hmm. and doing this podcast. If God had given me those jobs, if jobs had been open and um I would I don't know if I would even be on this team right now and being able to do this podcast right now. And so it's as you were saying, it's redefining what the failure is. Yes, I felt like a failure. It felt like a failure of of my plan, of God's plan to me. It felt like a failure yeah. on this. But really um it's just seeing how God was allowing doors to close so that other paths would be open and then and then he always knew what would be coming um i just didn't and yeah, so it's yeah. keeping that perspective of Absolutely. of of knowing that yeah i in the moment it's 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 near impossible to see god's plan in the aftermath it's a lot easier to be able to look back and see oh yeah okay i can see how god was yeah. orchestrating this and it stings and it hurts so in the moment, in the it's moment, no fun. In the yeah, meantime. totally. Yeah. And I want to say something about the second part of this. Uh, it says, it's important to be joyful and to trust in Jesus. I just need more confidence that I won't feel like I'm going to fail again because I, f- I felt like I failed many times. Totally understand that. And in that, in those feelings of the only way to get that confidence is to continue to try, to put yourself back out there. And I think that's a really important uh, step of faith to go, yeah. okay, um, it's, this is scary this didn't work out for me last time, or maybe you can point back to a few times where it didn't work and it's living by faith, taking that step of faith and going, okay, God, I'm, I'm going to try again. I'm going to put myself back out there 
even if I don't know what's going to be outcome, but I can trust that you've got me yeah. and you'll take care of me. Yeah. And I think a big part of it too, I can come from, I, 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 I think your faith can bolster by speaking God's truth, by reminding yourself of God's truth, right? Like, you know, for this example in particular, right? There's the song that I've seen you move. You move the mountains, right? Brandon, sing it with me. I and can't sing. I believe <laughs> I'll see you, you do, do it again. You made a way <clears throat> where there was no <laughs> way. Yeah. So right, that that's a whole song about how about how, yes, I, I I trust in your faithfulness from the past. And even though I might be in a moment right now, um, where I have a fear of failure or I don't have joy or, or I'm just confused or lost. It's trusting that what I've, I know God is there. I, I've seen his faithfulness before and I trust that he will remain faithful. Mm. So it's just speaking that truth back. Yeah. So maybe it's a worship song like that. Maybe it's scripture reading, whatever it is. It's, it's, uh, it's a good practice to keep that truth and the truth of who God is um, in your mind. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to not have confidence. Um, It's holding both of those things at the same time. It's saying, okay, I feel this way, but God, I believe this about you. I believe that you're faithful. Yeah. And I believe that you can make a way. And both of those things can be true at the same time. Yeah. Agreed. Um, So hopefully that uh, answered at least a part of your question. Um, I'm just going to call you Zenny. Yeah, uh, if you don't mind. And um, yeah. So, and again, anybody at any time, if you feel like you have questions or, or, or want to say something to us, uh, feel free to. Um, all right. So, now onto kind of the main topic of this episode, which won't be very long. It'll be pretty short. Mm-hmm. We're just going to be talking about kind of a new format that we want to do with the show. We hinted at this last week. Um, so, if you caught the end of last week's episode, Maybe you've been a little curious as to what we were going to be talking about today. So basically, what we're doing is we've been looking at how to give a doable discipleship a fresh start. We just came out of this series of fresh starts, Mm -hmm. and we've felt like for some time that we could use a fresh start with the show too. So what Brandon and I and and talking with our team have kind of come up with is just this idea of approaching the show um, in seasons. Um, so if you listen to a lot of podcasts, this is something that is done regularly. Mm-hmm. And we've just kind of liked this idea. So Brandon, talk us through this model a little bit. Yeah. So like Jason said, right now we're going week to week, episode to episode. Um, we've done that for 140 episodes. 140 episodes. <laughs> right. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're going to do is uh, we're planning on moving to a seasonal model. So what this is going to allow us to do is allow us to focus on particular topics and go a little bit deeper um, and hang out there and stay for a while. And it's going to allow us to do different types of episodes. So right now it's Jason and I, we're talking, um, but what allow us to do, to do a little bit more teaching, to have, to bring other guests in who may be experts in different fields and share their wisdom with us. It's going to allow us to have conversations with other people at Saddleback and on our team. So I think you're going to really like it. It's going to open up the podcast for more vo- more voices, different perspectives, um, and allow us to go a little bit deeper on certain topics that we think are going to be pertinent to where we're at as a church and where we're at in our community. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I'm really excited for this 
way of thinking about the show. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, so we're looking at doing like maybe like three seasons a year or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a season could be anywhere from like six episodes, eight episodes, ten episodes, you know, whatever. We're not locking it into any set number. Yeah. It's kind of depending on the topic and how um, our research and time spent with it is going to see kind of what it is. But it's a, it gives us an opportunity to really hunker down mm-hmm. – you know, to really get into the nitty gritty of any particular topic. And so we'll do some teaching episodes like what we have been doing, um, you know, where we just dive into what the Bible says about topics, looking at them from different ways. We'll do some conversational episodes, you know, we'll bring on like Rob back or Brandon Bathauer back or Linda Tokar, but, you know, other people people around, you know, to talk through um, this topic or theme from a bunch of different angles, mm-hmm. um, which I think those episodes will be really uh, fun and, and, yeah. and enlightening. And then we'll do interview episodes too. You know, as Brandon was saying, we'll, we'll bring on authors, experts, people, you know, other pastors, and um, and talk about them from different uh, about that theme or topic from different perspectives. Yeah. And so, so we really and truly are thinking about this in terms of getting an all-encompassing look at a particular topic mm-hmm. and doing it from a doable discipleship angle, right? Now, that part's not going to go away. It's all about how the topic relates to our discipleship and um, and the activeness of it, the doableness of it, if you will, how to live it out. So that part's not going away. Um, so in the meantime, our next season, so our, well, I should say our first s- true season, yeah, um, is going to be starting in mid-April. Yes. So right after Easter, yep, we'll be back, and and um, I'm not going to set in stone what our topic is going to be, but you have to come back to listen. Yeah, come back to listen. I will say right now we're playing around with the idea of time. Yes. And and how time relates to us as disciples and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So so uh, that could change, but that's the kind of thing we're playing around with. So so just imagine if you will, like an 8 week on on time. I think it yeah. could be pretty cool. Very um, different type of angle. Yeah, from all, yeah, all different types of angles. Um so so if that's starting mid April, your obvious question is wait a second. So is the show just going away for that time? What's happening? Uh, well, uh so we are going to actually be um, introducing Doable Discipleship Rewind, which is going to be, you know, so we have over 140 episodes that we've done on this show. Odds are that you haven't heard all of them, right? Um, especially, you know, going back a ways. So so we are going to be re-airing um, some of our older episodes or series um, in that time. And um, I think it's, all those episodes are still highly valuable, I think even if you have heard them before, there's probably great nuggets in there that you know didn't catch your ear. Yeah. The fr- you know the first time around, you find yourself in a different season now, and uh, and so you may. I, I still I still encourage you to you know to keep listening every Tuesday. Episodes mm-hmm. are still going to be coming out, and you'll hear some different voices on them too. You know. You'll hear Doug again. You'll hear Rob or Brandon or all these other pastors that we've had on in the past. Um, so it'll be um, a lot of fun to have those rewind episodes. And yep. then mid-April, we 
we'll be back with uh, our new season. Our new season. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be fresh. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be really good content for you guys. Really sink into to just kind of saturate ourselves in a topic and really get the goodness out of it. I agree completely. Yeah, it's yeah be- the goal is to make these seasons really special yeah. and just really stand out. And that even when the season ends, you know, you're still left with thinking about that topic, yeah. still mulling it over, still spending a lot of time with it. So that's the goal. We're excited uh, for that. We hope that you guys are too. I know it'll be a little bit different and there may be some growing pains as we get through, you know, um, I get into this new model, but ultimately, I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I think it's going to add a lot of value. Yeah, agree completely. Um, so, yeah, so we're excited to get to share that news with you guys. Um, Brandon, is there anything else that you want to add for this week um, before we close it out? Um, love the listener question. That was yeah. great. Seriously, guys, if you have questions, email us at maturity at saddleback.com. Leave a message on one of the YouTube uh, videos. This is great. We love responding to listeners. We love hearing about you and we love hearing from you. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm just really excited for this next season, pun intended. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, good. Doable discipleship in where we're going. And I think it's going to be really good for all of us involved. Agree completely. So we look forward to getting to talk with you guys fresh in April. Mm-hmm. Until then, enjoy the um, these rewind episodes, including the Easter special, will yes. be re-airing. The Easter special that we aired last year um, with that great voiceover work, that narrative look at, at the Easter story, that will be re-airing um, starting uh, late March up through Easter. Mm-hmm. And then right after that's done, we will be back with our fresh new season of Doable Discipleship. Uh, friends, we love you. Absolutely. And uh, we can't wait for season Time. I'm going to say it. Time Time season. (laughs) (laughs) All right, friends. We will talk to you later. Bye. See you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question might just inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Jason Whelan, and I hope you'll join us again next week.